At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum. Hello and welcome to VEASAN Daily Morning Bets, a quick 15-minute podcast highlighting the top games and biggest line moves that bettors need to know about each day. Today is Thursday, October 13th. Game of the Night. For the game of the night, we're going to kick off NFL Week 6 with a big Thursday night football showdown between the Washington Commanders and the Chicago Bears. This game kicks off at 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time on Amazon Prime Video, and currently this game is listed as a pick'em with a low total of 38. Now both of these teams are below 500 and looking to snap losing streaks. Washington comes in with a 1-4 record. The Commanders actually won their Week 1 opener, but have lost 4 straight ever since. They're coming off a 21-17 loss to the Tennessee Titans, in which they failed to cover as a pick'em at a home uh, pick'em play. Meanwhile, Chicago Bears are 2-3 entering this game, and they've also lost two straight. But the Bears did cover last week. They lost to Minnesota 29-22, uh, but did cover as an 8.5-point road dog. Now, what's interesting about this one is that pretty much the line hasn't moved all week, but yet we are starting to see on game day a little bit of movement toward the Washington Commanders. Now, this, uh, this line opened at a pick'em, and we pretty much have sat pick'em all week long. Now, pick'em, also known as a pick, is just basically a spread of zero right down the middle. Uh, however, when you look at a pick'em and kind of the way this thing has sat all week, there was an indication that on a neutral site, Washington would be kind of a slight favorite here. Typically, you get, uh, it used to be always three points for home field advantage. There's new research nowadays where home field advantage maybe is only worth around one and a half or two points. But either way, that means that uh, if it's a pick'em with Chicago at home, if it's a neutral site game, uh, which means that you know neither team is a true home team, then you probably see Washington as a slight one and a half or two point favorite. So pretty much all week long, no movement whatsoever. Now that's been notable because the public is all over the Bears in this one. Currently, 65% of bets at DraftKings are taking the Chicago Bears at home as a pick'em play. However, we are starting to see that this line is going back toward Washington. Uh, I went to bed last night and this was a pick'em game. I woke up this morning. There's a lot of game. There are a lot of books that are still at a pick, but I'm starting to see some books move uh, based on the juice price and the pick'em number to Washington minus one. So a little bit of indication that the line is going toward Washington. This is very notable because again, 65% of bets are on the Bears. If this game opened at a pick and you're getting heavy betting on the Bears, two out of three bets. Shouldn't the Bears be up to minus one or minus one and a half or minus two? The fact that it stayed at a pick'em and really hasn't moved all week, despite two-thirds of bets on the Bears, that indicated a line freeze on Washington, basically the reluctance of the books to move the number further toward the Bears, despite the fact that they're the big public play. But now we're starting to see some reverse line movement. When you see this line go now to the Commanders favored by one point, why is line going to Washington when everyone's betting Chicago? So it does look like reading between the lines. A little respected money going with Washington in this one. Now, in terms of the total, we have seen a lot of under money come in on this one. The total opened at 40. It's now been bet down to 38. And you do see at least a couple of shops down to 37 and a half. We have seen unders do very well this year. They're 47 and 33 in the NFL, 59%. Thursday night football unders in general have been really good. Four and one this year, and they're 16 and seven, 70% since the start of last season. You'll have a little, uh, little bit of wind. Of course, it is Soldier Field. It's the Windy City. So what, what else do you expect here? Uh, but 10 to 15 mile an hour winds at Soldier Field and some gusts throughout the game of as high as 25 mile an hour winds. 
Uh, both these teams are three and two to the under. So some movement toward the under, and the public looks to be going bears here, yet we are seeing a little bit of movement back toward the Washington Commanders on game day. I want them to keep an eye out on game day. That's when the limits are the highest. The sports books allow the biggest bets to come in. They've spent all week allowing, uh, you know, at low limits, the line to be molded to its sharpest point. Well, do we continue to see this line go to Washington? Is there buyback on Chicago? Anytime I see a game at a pick em all week, it's important to me, where does that late movement go? It looks like it's Washington as of this morning on Thursday, October 13th. Best of the rest. Now for the best of the rest, we're going to go to college football. We have a couple big college football games tonight. Let's start off with Baylor and West Virginia. This game kicks off at 7 p.m. Eastern time. It's a Big 12 showdown uh, between two teams who are both off losses and both coming off bye weeks. So this game is currently listed as Baylor, a three-and-a-half-point road favorite with a total of 54. Now Baylor comes into this game with a 3-2 and two record. But they just lost to Oklahoma State 36-25 and actually lost outright as a 2.5-point favorite. Meanwhile, West Virginia comes in with a 2-3 and three record, and they just lost to Texas 38-20. They were a 7.5-point dog and did not cover that number. Now, this one's interesting because if you look at where the public is, they're all over Baylor here. Uh, better record, obviously, laying a short number makes sense. 76% uh, of bets are going Baylor here. Yet, Baylor opened minus 3.5, and, and they haven't moved off of 3.5. Normally, if you're getting 76% of bets, a uh, big majority of wagers here, we should see Baylor go minus 3.5 to minus 4 to minus 4.5. That line move in their favor. That's normal movement when you have lopsided betting. The books have liability, so what they're going to do is typically move the number toward the popular team to make you pay a more expensive price to bet the popular play, but also to move the number and give out a better number on the dog to entice betting on the dog to mitigate their risk. But that's not what we've seen here. This has been a line freeze. Again, public betting Baylor, yet the line open Baylor 3.5 has not moved. Uh, so it looks like there could be some liability here on West Virginia getting the 3.5. Um, if you do like the 3.5, you probably want to grab it now because it is juiced up toward West Virginia, plus 3.5 at minus 115. In which case, if you get the hook and you see them lose by 3, you'll be happy because you got the hook in that one. Uh, but it is trending back toward WVU. Uh, WVU is only getting 24% of bets. But 40% of the money, that's a low bets, higher dollar bet discrepancy play. Uh, also, you look at um, if you're betting a dog, a dog who can score. Uh, if you look at West Virginia, they're averaging 38 points a game. Uh, West Virginia is 5-0 all time versus Baylor in Morgantown at home. Uh, and they are averaging, uh, or they're actually 49% in terms of their third down efficiency. That's fifth, 15th best in the nation. Uh, and again, if you look at the total, it's 54. Hasn't really moved off 54 Looks like maybe some liability under because you're getting 80% of bets on the over. Again, the public is all over Baylor. They're all over the over, pun intended here. Uh, but yet, we really haven't seen that line move off of 54. So maybe a little bit of liability there to that under. Uh, no, no issues in terms of weather. It's going to be about 55 degrees in Morgantown, 5-mile-an-hour winds. Uh, but again, we are seeing public all over Baylor in the over. But yet, the line really hasn't moved at all in both situations. So maybe some liability toward WVU and toward that under. For our second best of the rest tonight, let's go to the other college football game, Temple at UCF. Currently, UCF is listed as a 23.5 point home favorite with a total of 46. Now, if we get Temple going into this matchup, they're 2-3, and, and they just lost 24-3 to Memphis. And they failed the cover as an 18.5 point dog. Meanwhile, UCF, 3-2 on the year, and they just beat SMU 41-19, easily covering as a three-point favorite. Now, looking at the way this line is trended, we are seeing movement toward Temple, believe it or not. Uh, UCF opened as a 25-point home favorite, 
And currently 60% of bets at DraftKings are laying the big wood against UCF. They see what Temple did last week, losing 24-3. to They see what UCF did their last time out, winning by uh, 22 points there against, um, uh, against uh, SMU. And they're saying, hey, at home, I'll lay the big number with UCF. However, we have some reverse line movement on Temple. Temple is only getting across the board 42% of bets. Yet, this line opened UCF lane 25. Now it's down to 23.5. So if the majority of bets are on UCF, why is this line dipping toward Temple? Looks fishy, looks too good to be true. That indicates to me you're getting some respected money hitting Temple plus the points in this one. Temple's only getting 42% of bets, but 77% of the money. That's a very notable uh, bet discrepancy play here uh, in terms of a low bets, higher dollars. And when you're interpreting these bet splits, what I'm looking for is getting a contrarian percentage, so less than 50%, even better if you're less than 40, less than 30%, but also a bigger share of money. So that tells me that not only are you a bet against the public play, more often than not the public loses, I want to bet against the public, but 42% bets, but 77% money, that big money split tells me the bigger wagers are going temple here. So again, public UCF, but they've fallen minus 25 to minus 23 and a half. Looks like some money coming in on temple plus the points. Uh, Temple's defense is kind of what you're banking on. They're only giving up 17 points a game, only 280 yards allowed per game versus around 350 for UCF. And we have seen public hitting the over here, 73% of bets on the over, but it did fall at some shops, 47 down to 46. So uh, it could be a lower scoring game in this one. Again, both teams giving up around 17, 15 points a game. So two good defenses there. And also if you look at correlative betting, we have a low total of 46 and we have a dog getting 23 and a half. So that low total is a, a good sign there for that dog. The fact that the line's moving toward the under, uh, toward the dog, some good correlative betting there. A lower total makes it harder for the favorite to cover that big number. Football season is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. Josh's Sweats. For Josh's Sweats, my first sweat of the night, I'm looking toward another ugly low-scoring game. Remember last week, last Thursday, we had a Colts 12-9 win. It set back the game of football 100 years. Uh, but if you're on the under there, you loved it. Even though if you're on Twitter, uh, everyone was talking about how terrible of a game it was, which it was, but it was a beautiful game if you had that under. Now, I am intrigued by this late movement toward Washington, uh, the fact that the line's going in their favor, yet the public's all over the Bears. But I'm going to stick with my one play here, which I've liked all week. The under. Give me the under 38 tonight, Washington and Chicago on Thursday Night Football. Uh, we talked talked about this one in the early cap of this game, but really I'm having all indications and signals uh, lining up toward the under here. So uh, from a data-driven aspect, number one, uh, the public is taking the over uh, around 55%, yet we've seen this total fall, 40 down to 38. Some books even down to 37 and a half. So why is this line falling if the slight majority of bets are on the over, again, it's not 75% of bets over, but uh, you would think if public's hitting the over 55%, maybe it opens 40, maybe it stays 40. Maybe it gets juiced up a little bit to the over 40 and a half. So that sort of thing. The fact that you do have public betting over yet it's fallen tells me respective money is going under here. Uh, we mentioned earlier, but unders have been great so far this season. Really in the NFL, it's been uh, really am amazing here if you've been betting these dogs and these unders. Again, public is your or, uh, the NFL is your most heavily bet public sport. So just from a bet against the public standpoint who loves favorites and overs, you automatically have good contrarian value going with dogs and unders. 
but in terms of the unders this year, they're 47 and 33, 59%. But in particular, it's been these primetime unders. Primetime unders are 11 and 5 this year. Uh, if you look at the um, unders in particular in Thursday Night Football, 4 and 1 so far this year to the under, 16 and 7, 70%. Uh, since last the start of last season to the under typically these you know Thursday night games and again we saw it last week with the Colts uh, and with the Broncos but you get vanilla offenses you don't have a lot of time to game plan so you're not going to be too exotic here with your calls uh, run the ball chew up the clock that sort of thing uh, but unders that fall at least a half point in the, an indication of respected under money 28 and 17 62 percent we are adding in a weather-based plate as well. It's going to be windy at, at, uh, at Soldier Field. We mentioned earlier, but 10 to 15 mile an hour winds when the wind blows at least 10 miles an hour. The under is about 55% the last decade. Uh, wind gusts of as, as high as 25 throughout the game as well. Also, Adrian Hill. Uh, again, I don't put a, t- a ton into these you know, referees and, and umpire stats, but I think they're a cherry on top. There's something at least to be aware of. Ideally, the umpire's tendencies kind of go with where you're thinking in terms of the data. And we are getting Adrian Hill. Again, I'm not, not going to bet a game just because of a lead ref, but he is uh, 62% to the under historically. And both these teams are 3-2 and two to the under. So, uh, again, a lot lining up here on the under. I'm intrigued by the slate movement to Washington, but I'm going to stick with my under 38. I have a lot of bet systems, uh, a lot of good matches here, good data, good line movement. I will be sweating a low-scoring game, hopefully another ugly 12-9 game like last Thursday night. Uh, my second sweat of the night for Josh's sweats, I'm going to go... Uh, to take me home country roads, give me West Virginia, guys. I'm going to take West Virginia plus three and a half. This is the ultimate line freeze play. You have Baylor, uh, who's getting across the market uh, around uh, 76% of bets. So the public is all over Baylor. Slightly better record here. Uh, yet, if they're getting almost 80% of bets, they open minus three and a half on the road. Why aren't they up to minus four, minus four and a half, minus five? I mentioned this earlier, but this is the ultimate line freeze. Uh, again, there are different ways to interpret if you're a market, uh, market-based better, like I am, a data-driven better. There are different ways to identify sharp action. You know, reverse line movement is one of them. Uh, it's an obvious one. You got betting heavy on team A, yet the line moves to team B. Steam moves, well, that's a sudden change in line movement across the market, causing market-wide movement all at once toward one side. Uh, you have 50-50 bet splits, 50-50, you know, the tickets are even, yet you see a line move. But line freeze to me is a really subtle one. You know, typically with sharp action, you're looking at the line moving. But sometimes when it doesn't move, that's as just as important as a RLM play or a steam play. So this is a line freeze because we have heavy betting Baylor, yet the line hasn't moved at all. If everyone's betting Baylor, again, why hasn't this line been adjusted up? I think if you even look at the juice here, liability to West Virginia. Not only are we seeing a line freeze, but all these, uh, all the juice movement is toward West Virginia. It's plus three and a half at minus one fifteen. So I jumped on the plus three and a half with WBU. I'm thinking we might see this thing get down to three. At which point, I I really want that hook three and a half uh, before it gets to three. Again, I always pay attention to the juice. Not only is it gonna uh, let you know what price you gotta pay, you have to pay, but it's also gonna give you an indication of which direction the line moves moves next. So the fact that this is juiced up West Virginia, plus three and a half minus one fifteen. I jumped on that three and a half with the hook. Again, they lose by three. I want to cover with the hook. Also, you have just a straight up really contrarian play in a heavily bet game. Uh, only getting 24% of bets across the market, but 40% of dollars. And conference dogs. You know, we talk about NFL division dogs quite a bit. You know, uh, MLB divisional dogs, that built-in familiarity, leveling the playing field. Well, in college, it's more of the rivalry aspect. So you tend to get these really tight games uh, or a little more disproportionately than non-conference games. 
so you have a conference dog angle and again a dog who can score west virginia averaging 38 a game so maybe you keep pace maybe you get a backdoor cover but i'm going uh take me home country roads shenandoah river west virginia plus three and a half that is my line freeze play uh, and then lastly Got to mention one Major League Baseball game today. I do have two games, uh, Seattle and Houston at 337 and Cleveland, New York at 737. Uh, I'm going to go with the under in the Yankee game. Give me the Yankees under six and a half. Uh, currently, the Yankees are a minus 135 home favorite. You have Cleveland around a plus 120 road dog, total of six and a half. Uh, but I played the under in game one in the Yankees series, was able to eke that one out with a, with a good winner. And I'm going to go back to the well with this under today. So what I like about this under, number one pitching matchup. Uh, Shane Bieber, the Biebs, is on the bump, 13-8, and 2.88 ERA. He's coming off a great game against the Rays. It was a 2-1 to one win in the wild card round. He went 7.2 innings, one earned run, and 8 Ks, and a 2-1 winner. Meanwhile, Nestor Cortez, 12-4, uh, 2.44 ERA. Cortez has been great. He's rested. Hasn't pitched in a while, should be ready to go. <clears throat> but he has an ERA of 1.80 in the month of September. So we have two good pitchers. Always the cap, you know, with the, the money line and the, uh, the total. Has a lot to do with the pitchers, just like quarterbacks or goalies in, in hockey. Uh, but in terms of not just a good pitching matchup, it's the market here. We have a total of 6.5, open 6.5, you know, minus 115, slightly juiced under. Now I'm seeing 6.5 under minus 120, 6.5 under minus 125. So... Uh, with such liability to the under, looking like this thing may get down to six. So again, just like I wanted WVU with the hook before it fell, I want this under six and a half uh, before it falls. Uh, just a quick note too, like since I've been doing this morning bets pod, I've noticed that this early like 5 a.m., 6 a.m. window is when you tend to see these juiced up uh, totals move. So you might be sleeping, but hopefully you're uh, you're up and, and made your coffee because again, I've been seeing these lines fall in the early morning hours, at which point the hooks could be critical. Uh, but it's notable, too, because you're seeing liability under. Only uh, Yet, you're getting 76% of bets on the over. So, again, public over Cleveland Yankees. They just see a low total. It's got to be seven or more with that good Yankee lineup. But, no, juiced up liability under. Now, weather could be an issue. Could have some rain. Uh, wind is blowing in from left to right, like 15 miles an hour. So, hopefully, they get this game in. Hopefully, it's like the Braves yesterday, a 3 nothing win there after the rain delay and the undercashed. Uh, both these teams are good to the under on the year, 81-76-8 uh, for Cleveland, 82-76-5 for the Yankees, and we've seen the under 3-0 the last three matchups. So I will be sweating the Yankees, the Yankees, under 6.5 at minus 120. That about does it for the VEASAN Daily Morning Bets podcast for uh, Thursday, October 13th. But a reminder, we have so much great information uh, and so much uh, great expertise, best bets, data, everything to help you make a smart bet at VEASAN. So easiest way, if you're new to VEASAN, sign up for the newsletter. It's called the VEASAN Daily. Uh, just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Wake up to great sports betting content and information every morning. Uh, and if you're looking for more information, uh, give us a follow on Twitter at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. But I wish you the best of luck. Enjoy the Thursday sweats. It's a great, great day to be betting, uh, betting on sports. We have college football, NFL. We have MLB postseason. We have NHL as well. Pretty soon NBA is coming back. So it's a great time of year to be, uh, to be embracing the sweat. But I wish you the best of luck. Have a fantastic Thursday, guys. Uh, and as always, hopefully you can cash some tickets today because as the godfather likes to say, that's what it's all about. Enjoy the sweats, guys. Good luck.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.